instead of focusing on my challenges head on and like trying to fix myself head on, which only fueled the fire, I started doing these other things. And those other things like started dancing around the challenges that I was experiencing and they began to absorb them. So like these new habits started to overpower the old ones and it was magic. Oh my God, it was such a relief. And so I mean, to this day, I'm still practicing my daily habits and I'm loving life. Welcome back to the Direct Your Vibe podcast. I'm your host and director of Vibes, Leslie Schultz. It is an honor and a privilege to introduce you to today's special guest, Tori Hill. A few episodes back with our human design expert, Siri Wieringa, I shared a bit of insight of the magical course in Fuse that I took with my dear friend, Katie Hitchcock. Well, on top of the incredible insight I gained on how to infuse my energy with my new coaching business, I made some really incredible connections. That course was packed with so many high vibe ladies. And Tori is one that I felt an instant connection to. Our messaging is so aligned that I knew I wanted to invite her onto the podcast. And I'm so excited that she is here today. And this is her first podcast interview. And she nails it, you guys. You're going to love her. Her ability to just authentically share her story and be herself and help others to create healthy habits inspires me so much. So if you're looking to create some healthy habits in your life as we enter the new year or any time that you're listening to this, I highly recommend connecting with Tori on Instagram so that you can learn from her and possibly join her course offerings. I'll link her Insta account in the show notes for you to make it easy. But for now, let's dive into the episode and get to know this amazing soul a little bit better. So before we really dive into creating habits, I want to start with talking about the importance of listening to our bodies because it's really important, I think, in creating the right habits and super important to be aware of and listen to your body as you start moving through life in new ways. And what is so perfect and divinely timed is that I actually rescheduled our first call that was supposed to be last week to record this because I woke up feeling like I needed to listen to my body and just indulge in some self-care at a really busy week. And what was funny is there, while I was really proud of myself for listening to that, there was also some of what I'm trying to work on shedding of like this guilt of like, Oh, but I said I would do that. Right. And there's like this balance of saying, doing what you'll say you'll do and also listening to your body and adjusting. So first of all, thank you for letting me honor that and rolling with things. Of course. Yeah. In that same week, you also shared something that was quite vulnerable and real and very relatable on your social media about an injury that happened to you. So I want to let you like start with, with that story a little bit. Yeah. So I'll start with the first time it happened. So like last year or the beginning of this year, I strained my neck really badly and I could barely like move my head and I was in so much pain and when it happened the first time I was all about fixing the problem trying to seek help and seek like out why exactly it happened and like saw doctors and I was trying to control the situation and it only made it worse I Mm -hmm. actually stretched 
like even more and it made it a million times worse. So fast forward like six months or so, which was last week, the same thing happened to my neck. And I was like, oh no, it's happened again. And I first panicked for like five seconds. And then I was like, nope, we don't do that anymore. I'm going to trust my body. I'm not going to run around and and go to my acupuncturist or go to a chiropractor. I'm not even going to go get Epsom salt at the pharmacy. I'm going to stay home and move in a way that feels good to my body. And I'm just going to let it rest. And I'm going to just really lean into trust. And as I was going through that experience last week, I was like, oh my God, Tori, I'm so proud of you. Like, instead (laughs) of trying to control the situation like you would have in the past, you loosened your grip and you surrendered to a human experience. And look at that, you healed in like half the time that you did last time. (laughs) That's such a good story. And I wanted you to share it because I can totally relate. I had a similar neck injury and I didn't quite get there as quickly. It was like half of the recovery was trying to fix it, fix it. I'm going to go to the chiropractor. I'm going to do this. This is going to be better. And I stretched, which I later learned is the worst thing you can do when you have a pinched nerve or something tweaked in your neck. Mm -hmm. all the the doing was actually making it worse and when I finally just stopped and rested it got better (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I think I talk about it a lot on this podcast that stopping and resting and just being is really hard for me I think for a lot of people Mm -hmm. Um, but it's important especially as you're building new habits to to find that balance of am I doing the thing am I going to carry out the habit or is my body telling me it needs something else right now? And that doesn't mean anything about what you're trying to create. Right. And I think it's so applicable to most things in life. Like take the pressure off of you being mm-hmm. in control. Yeah. So true. You, you can loosen your grip and you can let go your body or the universe, whatever you're depending on at that point is going to support you. So take the pressure off, like take the weight off of your shoulders, literally. Yeah. And just surrender and life will be so much easier. Like whether it's a physical thing or a mental thing, that's been a really common theme in my life. Same. Same. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast because so much of what we share and I think have gone through is very aligned. And so I want people to know a little bit more about you and your background. So start with, you know, what was happening in your life when you sparked the decision to start changing things up and building some healthy habits? Yeah, definitely. So my earliest memory of anxiety was the day before fourth grade. And my last day of summer, I spent in my room anxious and crying and stressed for the day, like the first day of school, fourth grade, I was just a little girl. And so- Like it just kind of snowballed after that. So I had like the anxiety just became worse, like throughout middle school, high school, college, and it manifested in really awful ways. And once I fixed like something that anxiety had caused, whether it was mental health or body image, whatever it was, I feel like anxiety always came up from behind me wearing a new mask. I feel like once I healed something, something else popped up. Like it was almost like whack-a-mole. Like I'm like, oh my god, 
those three things done and like, ooh, I don't have to do that anymore. And then five more things would pop up. Oh my God, so true. <laughs> yeah. And it's because I wasn't really healing the core issues there. So a few years ago, I was exercising every day. I was seeing a new therapist. I had a good, stable job. Like I was doing so many positive things in my life and I still felt awful. There was one day a few years ago where I like had had a full day of work. I had gone to the gym. I saw my counselor after that and I came home and I dropped my bag on the floor and I sat on the couch and I just started crying because I felt like I was doing everything right. I was trying to make myself better, but I was still feeling so anxious and lost. And I felt like I had exhausted like all my loved ones and like all of the options. And like, I need to find something, I need to feel better. And I was so desperate and I didn't know what else to do. So actually this is a full circle moment because the first thing I did that night was I found like a self-help podcast. And this is such a full circle moment because now I'm on your amazing podcast. I love it. Um, yeah, it's That's so right. cool. I started listening to that and I really vibed with it. And I decided the next day to listen to it on my morning commute to work. And then the day after that, I listened to another episode during my morning commute. And then the day after that, and then like weeks turned into months and months turned into years. And I still listen to podcasts every morning. Like they kick my day off right. I love that. And yeah. And like in parallel, I started implementing other tiny little shifts into my day. So like I started doing a morning gratitude practice and then I started like saying mantras in the morning. And then I started like doing random acts of kindness on my lunch break and getting outside in nature in the evening. So like all of these mini little daily practices started to ripple effect. And before I knew it, I had developed these habits and then over time, I was like, oh my God, I feel better. Like, I actually feel better. I can't even remember the last time I felt this good. And so what had happened is that, like, instead of focusing on my challenges head on and, like, trying to fix myself head on, which only fueled the fire, I started doing these other things. And those other things like started dancing around the challenges that I was experiencing and they began to absorb them. So like these new habits started to overpower the old ones and it was magic. Oh my God, it was such a relief. And so I mean, to this day, I'm still practicing my daily habits and I'm loving life and <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I love that. And I love that it just started with something so small, how you put your podcast on in the morning, that first habit that you started doing, you put that on during something that you're already doing. After a while, you got in the car for your morning commute and it was like, oh, it's time to put a podcast on. Like, yeah. There's something that's so powerful about pairing something new you're trying to do with something that you already do every day. Exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm so curious, like if your subconscious mind knew that that would be helpful or if it just worked out that way or like, like I'm, I am someone who has a full schedule, um, yeah. like in human design, I'm a generator. So I'm like, I do a lot oh of things gosh. in my okay. schedule. 
is yeah. super busy typically. So like you said, like implementing these new habits into something that I was already doing was like the most realistic option for me. That's important um, for all the people that think they're too busy to do whatever it is they know they need to do. Exactly. So you could even do a gratitude practice while you brush your teeth yeah. or like while you shower. Yeah. It so doesn't always I, have to be like this long, expansive thing. It'll feel so good. You're going to want to extend it in all these ways, but yeah, baby steps, baby exactly. steps. Yeah. yeah. And I, that's such a good point because I think people fear that change means taking these drastic actions in your life that scares people off from trying to shake things up. Those aren't long lasting solutions. I think that the small little implementations during your day are going to be infinitely lasting. That's definitely what I've found with myself and with my clients so far in their journey. So. And it sounds like it's not only being realistic and finding those pockets of time, but also taking those on one at a time, not right. trying to do 18 new bits of routine because that's what the experts say will make you feel better. Like you're going right. to set yourself up to fail and that's not going to feel good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And like in the program that we just graduated from, yes. Katie talked a lot about like a diet culture versus a lifestyle change. Mm, I loved that. Yeah, me too. And so like these habits are 100% a lifestyle. Once you're done from my program, you'll just use the habits for the rest of your life. I loved that so much because it gave me this kind of almost permission slip that like whatever you're working towards doesn't have to just happen overnight. If exactly. you're trying to feel better or like lessen your anxiety or whatever it is, it doesn't have to be like you found the key to the castle and now it's here and you're done. Like that's right. the diet mentality that there's one solution right. and it's quick, it's easy versus, okay, I'm going to do this one thing today because that's all I have time for, or maybe it's all I have mental space for and that's going to make me feel better. And then tomorrow maybe I'll do two of them or like what, whatever it is that the path works. It's just, it is a long marathon, a lifestyle. Right. Right. Fix. Yes. Oh, yes. And I'm glad you said marathon because I always tell my clients, this is a marathon, not a sprint. And That's one thing I really love about the way it sounds like your program, Rinse and Repeat, is set up mm -hmm. because it's all within there. So yeah, yeah, definitely. What is Rinse and Repeat? So Rinse and Repeat is a journey of eight new habits. So a few years ago, like I said, I started practicing these daily habits and they started to build off of one another. And I am still in a corporate full-time job and it's not filling me up. So like, as I was practicing these habits, I was like going to things like yoga and acupuncture and somatic therapy. And like, every time I went to a class, I would be like keeping my eye out for a new career shift. So I'm like, ooh, I could be a yoga instructor. <laughs> and I'd be like, no, that doesn't seem quite right. And then I'd be like, oh, I could be an acupuncturist. And I'm like, no, that's not right either. So I was like, just, I was continuing to go on my self-discovery slash self-growth journey, but with that like career shift in the back of my mind. And I was trying so hard to find it, but after like a few months, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to keep on doing me and keep on filling myself up. And one night I'm in the shower, I'm shampooing my hair and literally an idea 
hits me. Like it just drops into my head and like my jaw drops. So like I run out of the shower, shampoo still in my hair, (laughs) didn't even grab a towel. I'm running down the stairs. I go outside into the garage and see my partner, Jake, and I'm screaming, I cracked the code. I cracked the code. And he's like, what? Like shampoo suds, naked, dripping wet, (laughs) screaming like a crazy person. And I'm like, Jake, I know what I need to do. Like I figured it out. And my idea was that I was going to create a program teaching people the habits that I had implemented into my life. And instead of trying to put myself in a box that had already been made, I'm creating my box. So I'm creating my own wellness program. And so that night I just started writing and writing and writing. And personally, I'm very fortunate to say that COVID has been great for me because I'm working from home. So like I'll get my corporate emails down and then I'll like switch over to my personal laptop and like work on my wellness program. As I was writing, I was condensing the habits. Like at first I had 12 and then I had nine and then I had narrowed them all down into eight core habits that my program teaches. I structured the program by months per habit um, because studies suggest that in order to develop a habit, you need at least 21 days. So I'm like, okay, it'll be a habit per month. So I wanted to get that background. I like that. So month one is connect with nature. We need to breathe first. We need that nature therapy. We need to ground ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then month two, we need to exercise, which I know you're on board with. Oh my God. Yes. I could talk for a whole episode just about that. (laughs) Exactly. Because the issues are in the tissues. You literally need to shake them out. Yep. So true. And And then we need to practice gratitude. We need to feel into what we already have. And then month four is all about mantras and mantras are one of my favorite habits in my program because they literally trick your brain and I love them. They've (laughs) done so much for me. And then month five is self-care. And in this context, self-care is doing things that fill your cup up. And that could include like boundary setting or taking time for yourself um it's not necessarily like going to get a manicure yeah Um, there's so much more than that yeah definitely and then month six is random acts of kindness which is another one of my favorites in college I did like a whole group study about random acts of kindness and like it is just pure magic and I love this month (laughs) and then Month seven is get outside of your comfort zone. So I placed that one second to last because I wanted the previous habits to build up and get you ready for this like very action oriented month. And then the final month is beautiful and it's slowing down, which I know you talk a lot about too. That was the most difficult one for me, I think. I think it's really good to put that at the end because any people like me and I mean, it's not even just me, it's our society conditions us to hustle and to always be going and always be doing. And it's yeah. similar to what we talked about at the beginning, like slowing down and like just taking a nap is so hard for me. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like I, I'm known for not being able to take naps. Slowing down is definitely like the most challenging habit that I'm still practicing on a daily basis. And I feel like 
it's like our society has taught us that it's being lazy and it's actually letting yourself recharge so that you can yeah. keep being productive. Exactly. Um, yeah. It's and especially so when you get into like the human design pieces of things, you and I both heard from Siri in our course and in infuse. And then mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but learning that was a complete game changer for me and yeah. understanding that that actually fuels me. And then I actually, as a projector need to rest a lot more. Yeah. And mm-hmm. my projector type is a little bit sneaky even because I'm an energy projector. So I get boosts of energy. Oh. They're not sustained. One of my strengths is being really motivated. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I can confuse that as energy to do things, but I uh-huh. still have to be like really conscious of like, okay, for example, rescheduling our call and taking that right. day to be like, okay, I'm just really not feeling like I have energy to do all the things I need to do today. Do I have to do them? Probably not. Is Mm-mm. life going to keep going if I don't do them? Yeah. And I'm probably yeah. going to have more energy the next day. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to show up better for yourself if you listen to yourself in that moment. And if, you're, if your body's and mine is saying, slow down, Leslie, then yeah. Hell yeah. I used to think that I had to be busy, especially to like be creative or to tap into new ideas. I had to just like keep working and it'll come to me. Mm-hmm. In fact, that is the opposite. Yeah. So I took that day to rest and was like, I need self-care. I just need some me time. And I uh-huh. took like, this long, luxurious shower with like not a care in the world of where I need to go or what I need to do. <laughs> and then literally the same as you, hair full of shampoo. I was like, oh my God, clarity. Holy shit. Uh-huh. And I got out of the shower and started just like writing furiously. No one was home. So I couldn't go tell anyone or I probably would have. <laughs> I was writing furiously in my notes. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, this idea, this is crazy. And yes. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to cut that Yay! out because I don't want to like share it yet. It's not, it's not ready for the world yet, but I'm just like, what? That's who, that's, that's it. Oh my God. I love that. Oh my like, God. I'm but so it was so good. funny. I thought of you right after I was like, got back in the shower and was like laughing, rinsing my hair out. And I'm like, this is what happened to Tori's Of course she'd understand I need this space today so that this could happen. Yes! No one knew how low I was feeling. I was scared to reach for it all. Knowing I was here for a reason. But I was scared that if I tried, I'd fall. So where do I go now that I'm in it? I never thought it'd be like this. Dreaming of my life. the habits you've built over time, what has been the most impactful? I think that it really depends on how I'm feeling. So I've developed these habits and I pull specific ones out based off of what I need that day. I think a really big one for me when I was struggling at the beginning was mantras because I went from saying like a mantra out loud and like kind of feeling awkward and not believing it. And then like this second or third week in, I felt it. Like I actually felt it and it was pure magic. And then I started, instead of like pulling a mantra card, I started writing my own mantras, like based off of what my heart and like inner child or soul needed. 
Mm. And those are so nourishing. And I would say them out loud to myself three times in the car during my morning commute. Such a nice way to start my day. It kind of just like set the tone. So yeah, I, I definitely use them like sporadically based off of what I need. But I think mantras were kind of like the aha moment, like the, that magical point in my journey so far. What has been the most difficult habit to build? Definitely slowing down. <laughs> like we were talking about. <laughs> like this is something that I am still a beginner at. And a quick thing to mention is that like these habits have layers and I will always be a student of them. I will always be in a practice and slowing down is definitely one that I'm still very <laughs> new to. So what do you do when you're, you know, trying to work towards that or you're feeling like your habit's not sticking? Like what's a way that you lead yourself to keep moving forward in it and not just throwing in the towel? Yeah, that's a good question. So in my program, there are two things that help with this. So at the beginning of every new month, we pick an object and that object symbolizes the new habit. And we put it somewhere where we'll, we'll see it every day. So that mm. object nags you and looks at you until you do it. I love that. <laughs> yeah. And then I have like a calendar. So I have to write something down every day. So whatever habit I'm on and I'm doing the workbook with my clients right now, which is so much fun. So I'm on exercise right now. And every day I write down what I did. Um, and then I mean, based off of my experience, I know and trust these habits so much that I, I kind of just ask myself, like, will your future self be glad you did that today? Mm-hmm. And the program is super realistic. Like some of the practices could take less than a minute during your day. So I feel like I've set myself up for success. And then the last thing that I've really been emphasizing with my clients lately is Like if you're not looking forward to your daily practice that day, ask yourself why. And nine times out of 10, it's going to be because you chose something that you're not looking forward to. So being creative and finding a a new mantra that you're like excited to work with and practice, like get enjoyment out of. That's so important. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think it's so key to like, be creative and think outside of the box and find things that are going to excite you and bring you joy. You know, it's okay to adjust along the way. If something's not lighting you up, don't just do it to check off a box. Like exactly. That's why you're going to start resenting having to do it. So change however you're doing it and find something new, especially as you're building a new habit. Mm -hmm. It's going to feel uncomfortable, but if it's downright boring, don't find, find another way to tap into that. I think that's really good advice. Yeah. So you're about a month, a month and a half so far into rinse and repeat. Is that right? For the first rounders? Yeah. Yep. That's about right. You have like over 20 clients in there. That's amazing. So fun for you. So I want to hear what changes you've noticed within them so far. 
The feedback that I've gotten is one, they, they're loving the sense of community. So every month we have a community call and then every week they get emails from me and there's a rinse and repeat library and it's live. So I'm always putting like really fun resources in there. So like there's this community and especially during COVID, like that's been really yeah. helpful for people. People need that. Yeah. Like other clients are saying that they're starting to feel the snowball effect so like at first you start out with one habit and it's nature and a lot of people practice nature so they're like uh my life hasn't really changed a lot like they're like is this normal Tori like I feel like not much has shifted like where's the magic you're talking about as they practice every day and then as habits start to build there's this crazy snowball effect that creates this amazing momentum and yeah. things really start shifting from there and a huge thing that we talk about is mindfulness. So as you're practicing these habits, I'm giving you tools on how to be mindful and infuse mindfulness into that daily habit. So like, instead of just saying your gratitude, like out loud, you are actually like grounding yourself and feeling into the gratitude and having an experience with it. So it definitely goes beyond the quick action of it. Yeah. I love that. That's super important. I mean, we don't do any of these habits that you talked about. I don't do any of them just to do them. Like I do them for how they make me feel. And the more you can actually be aware of that. Mm -hmm. I definitely was not aware of it as it was building them. I just thought, well, these are things you're supposed to do. I guess they say working out will make me feel better. But like over time, yes, it does. And then I added in meditation and started actually like connecting into how I feel about things. (laughs) The more you do that, the more you carry that into your everyday life. It's not just when you show up to work out or meditate or go out in nature. It's it becomes yeah. every single thing that you do. Yeah. Totally a snowball effect as you start building momentum in whatever yeah. habits you're trying to create. That's beautiful. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So we talked a little bit about human design Yeah, in our um, episode so far, but I want to know like, if there's any specific ways that you've been able to incorporate human design in the new business that you're building, in the habits that you're building, like all of it. Yeah. So. I realized that I need to practice what I preach and really only do things if they bring me joy. And I feel like I'm going through, like, I go through phases. So some weekends I'm really into writing and I'll get like so much content down. And then other weekends, I just am not having it. And BS Tori would have kind of pushed through But lately I've been taking that as like an intuitive sign. And I'm like, I'm actually going to brainstorm something that lights me up and go with that today instead of forcing myself to do this. That's interesting because you're a generator, which means you have like this unlimited energy you can tap into, but it really does like, it matters what you're putting it towards or it's not there. Yeah. And Siri, yeah. And she talks about how, you like generators can become very frustrated if they're doing something that isn't in alignment. And I definitely experienced that. So that's been really useful for me um, because if I'm forcing myself to write, the content is going to be no good. Yeah. Um, You don't want that. Yeah. It's really useful for me to understand like myself more. That's awesome. 
Yeah. Oh, I just love it. It's been such a powerful it's tool. It's kind of crazy how spot on it is. Like, it is. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I'm excited for you to one day get an actual chart reading because it goes I know. into all these details that just like, as this episode airs, and even really as we record it, we're nearing close to New Year's. Yeah. I'm curious on your thoughts on resolutions because I personally mm. think they're bullshit. Unpopular opinion, <laughs> especially as someone who encourages you to change your life and mix it up and go for what you want. But um, I just, I personally don't think resolutions are the way to, to do it. I like to set intentions of what I'd like to create in the year. But to me, resolutions is like, there's something to fix. It comes from a lack mindset, right? It's like right. to resolve, like, ew, I don't, that's yeah. my opinion. There's a whole episode on it from last year, but I'm curious your thoughts in relation to habits and if you've ever had a resolution, kept it, not kept it. Yeah. So resolutions don't work for me at all as well. <laughs> like if something's going on, I'm going to address it now. I'm not going to wait for the perfect time for a fresh new year for like that vacation. I'm going to start now because now is really all. Yes. So yeah, that's my opinion about like waiting for the new year. Um, Like it's, I, yeah, I've never really been about resolutions. Like they've never really stuck with me. My mom made us do them as kids and I would never like follow through. And so (laughs) for me personally, like I feel, yeah, they just have not worked for me. And listen, if the new year inspires you and that does work for you, awesome. I just think in general, yeah, if something doesn't feel like it's working or if you would like to see a change in your life, just right now, do it. What are you going to do right now? Like as we said in the beginning, start with that baby step, build on that, create your own snowball. Yeah. Are there any other tips or lessons on building habits that you want to share today? The only thing that's coming to mind is do what gives you joy like don't force yourself to do something because it's just not gonna stick like be creative be open to other avenues for yourself because you are not meant to put yourself in a box you are not meant to like squeeze up in a ball and roll into a teeny little box you're meant to like expand and grow and you have to figure out how that works for you Um, and what works for other people might not work for you and vice versa. I love that. I feel like I preach that often because regardless of what I share on the podcast or what any guest has to say, like, that's not the only way to do something. We're just here to share our experiences, give you ideas. If you try things, you don't like them, try something else. Right. If that doesn't work for you, like the only thing I want to add to that is to like, give yourself grace. You're a human it yeah. is okay to not be perfect and right. just keep moving forward. That's all you can do. Absolutely. Well, thank you for being here today. Let everybody know how they can get in touch with you, learn from your posts, or sign up yeah. for Rinse and Repeat. Thank you for asking. Yeah, so the easiest way to like get into touch with me or to see what's new is to just go to my Instagram. I'm active there. Um, in my bio, you'll find my website link. So I'm just Tori.Hill and it's T-O-R-E-Y. I'll make sure to tag it in the show notes. Okay. And you've got a website, right? For Rinse and Yeah, I do. 
It's rinseandrepeat.studio. Well, everybody, yeah. go check that out. Thank you so much for being here. I hope this helps people to create some new habits in their life and live happier and all the things. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it so much. Yay. Can't wait to grow with you. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to listen in on this episode of the Direct Your Vibe podcast. Please take a screenshot and share your biggest takeaway from the episode on social media. It really helps me to know what you're connecting with so that I can provide you as much value as possible here. Be sure to tag Direct Your Vibe podcast and my personal account at LeslieAllison33 so that I can see it and celebrate you for this time you've prioritized to direct your vibe. Keep your vibes high, and we'll talk soon. I would just fly.